1: And the Oilers off today in Boston. They will practice tomorrow. I know you are eagerly awaiting the next game. You've been sitting around with that bad taste of the New Jersey opener in your mouth for several days. At Boston, Thursday, 3.30 in the afternoon for the face-off show. The game will begin at 5. Jack Michaels, Bob Stauffer, Rob Brown, and me, Reed Wilkins, part of your broadcast crew. Well, our next guest is a founding member of the rock band Rio Statics. He also performs with Bedini Band. He has published a dozen books about a variety of topics, mostly focusing on music, travel, and sports. And he's a huge hockey fan and a pretty good hockey player too. I'm pleased to welcome to Inside Sports, Dave Bedini. Dave, how are you doing? Hey, Reid. Uh, I'm doing good, man. Doing really
0: good here in the land of land of frost and snow. It's uh, quite a wake-up call, but that's good. I'll take it.
1: Well, I think Calgary got it worse than we did, but it's good hockey weather, right? It makes you want to hit the outdoor rink and then get skating, right? You know, I'm heading up
0: to Yellowknife, actually, in about 10 days, and Buddy was... Uh, texting me photos of, I guess the the Great Slave Lake is cold enough now, they're already out there skating under uh, under the sun in the daytime, so yeah, I guess other places are a little bit further ahead than others, but oh yeah, you know I'm always, I always get that, you know, the the, you start to start to tingle a little bit you know after Labor Day knowing that it's uh, that it 's coming soon and can't wait to get out there
1: now when you were a kid, was it uh, an outdoor rink or an indoor rink for you or something else where you learned to skate because I know for me I, I grew up in a rural area I learned to skate literally on a frozen pond on uh, on my parents' property and my, the first hockey team I was ever on as a little guy we practiced uh, on an outdoor rink what, what were the first few strides for you on?
0: Yeah, it would have been outdoor ice, it would have been, you know, uh, artificial ice, uh not too many frozen ponds. Um in fact, I don't think I really started skate, skating outdoors until I started until I started to travel, but you know, we have all the artificial rinks there in, in Toronto I grew up in the West End and but it was outdoors for sure and it's uh and truth be told, even you know, even the indoor rinks were cold enough to be outdoor rinks too. But uh, I love that. Uh, I love the feeling of you know skating. There's nothing like skating outside, getting really cold, and and uh, you know the sounds too. You know the crackling of the ice and the sound of the puck against the boards. And um, we do a tournament actually every every year out on Wolf Island, which is a 20-minute ferry ride from Kingston, and. Um, you know, for years they they actually got their first artificial outdoor rink on the island about uh, five years ago. But we would skate on Lake Ontario. We would have our tournament right there, and we would have sometimes our tournament in, on the bay. And you know, you couldn't stop the cars uh, from coming uh, up from Toronto to play in that tournament because it's such a unique experience. You know, but um, and one actually one one tournament the. Uh, the ice wasn't, you know, it wasn't 100% perfect. It had a bit of a warm uh, winter uh, in that part of southwestern Ontario. Um, but we went out in the ice anyways, and uh, we, had, we, had, uh, we had trucks lining uh, uh, the edge of the bay uh, shining their their lights on us as as we played and you know the memory of that is still you know foremost in my imagination you know playing the way people would have played a hundred years ago it's a great way of kind of getting in touch with who we are and why we do what we do
1: yeah that's awesome and, and, and you have such a strong connection to hockey yourself and you know I told a, uh, a buddy a couple days ago I said oh hey I'm talking to, to Dave Bedini on, on Tuesday and he said oh yeah Rio Statics I was like yeah I mean, you know he's a big hockey fan and, and plus he's an author um so you know you, you're you you fill a lot of diff- your resume is a long one i guess is the is the way to put it but you know you, you you are a hockey player as well what's the connection what's the similarity between being a hockey teammate and a member of a band can you draw any comparisons there i mean i think
0: it's you, you got to work together you know it's uh and i think that's that the same is true with uh you know, a front line of a band, you know, like two guitars and a bass. Well, we'll leave the drummers out of this for now because they're goalies essentially anyways. But, you know, that that front line is really similar to like, you know, a first or second or third or fourth line on a hockey team. You have to have a certain amount of chemistry. You kind of, you know, when when musically, when one of those... People goes one way. You have to know them intuitively well enough to follow them, and I think it's the same with a winger or a centerman. You have to you have to know them. The play has to develop. The, the song will develop. The art will develop. Um, you know, based on that kind of shorthand you have with them. I think that's kind of one of the prerogatives of being you know, a seized, both a seasoned player and a seasoned musician, you know, you're able to know each other that much better and you can communicate better. And that's kind of where the magic comes from, I think.
1: That, that's awesome. How often do you play now, Dave? Cause you're, you're in a, you're in a league back in Toronto, aren't you? When you have time?
0: Yeah, yeah, we're in the, we're in an artist league, uh, the GTHLA, the Good Times Hockey League of the Arts, and that's every Saturday night for us, for the most part, when we're not, you know, when I'm not busy gigging. Um, and I play a Thursday morning skate at uh, George Arena in the city. I started to play goal about eight years ago, and really the reason I started, I was interested in just kind of learning a new position, anyways. And my friend had goalie gear that he gave me. But one of the great things about being a rec goalie is you could play seven nights a week if you wanted to because everybody needs somebody to, to hit with the puck or to shoot at. So I'm trying – I'm up to about – I try to get in three a week if I can. I mean, if, I, if I'm busy and if I'm traveling, it kind of – actually, I'm on this book tour for two weeks, and the it's going to be a great time, and I get to come out to Alberta and, and out to BC and up to Yellowknife. But the worst thing about it is I have to give up my league hockey back home. And, you know, going for a long walk or a jog just isn't the same thing, so – We're lucky at home that we have a couple, as I'm sure you do in Edmonton, we have these great, you know, uh, leagues for people, you know, in... of advanced age as we are but it's 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 one of the things that I think is really that keeps Canadians honest a little bit and it keeps us healthy I think and it's a great it's kind of a great way of staying in shape but also having a good you know a good time provided you don't have too many pops after the game it Right, kind of levels everything <laughs> off but, well you've uh,
1: burned some calories so it's okay right
0: <laughs> uh, very good I like the way you think
1: Dave Bedini joining us on Inside Sports the new book is Midnight Light a personal journey to the north which we, which we are going to talk about Um, Dave, uh, obviously, you know, your your roots in in Toronto, has there ever been a, a fall with these great expectations for the Toronto Maple Leafs? Is this unlike anything you've experienced before?
0: Yeah, it really is. It is pretty new. I mean... Tavares signing with his hometown team is certainly i don't think it's there's not a comparable really in any of the the major sports in the city you know having a player of his caliber deciding to re- return home you know we'd seen so many great products of the you know the gta um, you know a hockey system go elsewhere and play in other cities and so so that's great and then you know hitting on a couple of uh you know high picks with with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner really being what everybody thought they would be. And that's kind of great, too, especially having them one, two, and I suppose one, two, three once William Nylander joins. But um, that's that's also great. And then you know, yeah, it's, listen, the, the excitement is palpable, and again, that's one of the things, like, it was quite frustrating, I think, for sports fans over the summer, because the Jays didn't have a great year, so everybody was waiting with bated breath for training camp to start, and it's been a little bit wobbly coming out of the gate, they can certainly score, that's for sure, we're not sure, we're not so convinced on the back end, I think, and we'll see how Freddie Anderson holds up after after 82 games, but yeah, the the spirit is great, and it doesn't take much for Torontonians to really lose lose themselves, you know, uh, over a team, and I, I really I don't I don't have a comparable, especially, you know, I think when you look at you know these players potentially being locked up for you know five to seven years, and yeah, everybody listen, people are super excited back home.
1: Dave, you mentioned you you play in the Artists League back in Toronto, so I got to ask, like, is this? Is this all variety of artists? Is it just musicians? And if it's all variety, uh, which artists make the best hockey players?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, rhythm guitar players clearly make the best hockey players. There you players. go. <laughs> uh, Reed, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's really all kinds, and, and certainly the musical component, you know, there's you know, jazz musicians and folk musicians and and indie rockers and you know all, and people who play you know uh, lots of different kinds of music are all kind of drawn to the game. Every you know, it's a common it's a common childhood experience, and I think that's a lot of it. Like, kind of adults, kind of getting you know back to that feeling of what it was like to be a kid and you know before you know life kind of gets in the way you know it's a it's an opportunity to remember really just kind of kind of what fun what fun it is and but really the joy also is having beginners and you when you have when you have people on your team who are just sort of starting into the game as an adult and sort of seeing them realize just just how good it is for you, and and you know what fun it is to be on a team. I mean, my team, the Morning Stars, we've been a team for 28 years is our is our is our anniversary this year, and you know, and I just think of all the things that we've gone together, uh, we've gone through together as a team, and we actually played uh, in our annual tournament last year, and we have two guys that are just kind of. Are staring down sixty, and we um, we ended up playing a young French Canadian team in the final, and we won that game in overtime. So, not only did we win the tournament, but but we won old too, which uh, you know the, in a lot of other walks of life, that's kind of uh, that's that, uh, you know rarely are you as successful. So that was that was really great, and it was also kind of great to see. As we mentioned before about being you know playing with the same players for twenty eight years, you do have that chemistry, and it was really really great to see
1: that uh, to see that pay off that's awesome uh dave the new book is midnight light a personal journey to the north um the, i mean the book i got to bring up for people here for for reference if they're if they're thinking wait dave wrote you wrote tropic of hockey and i read that several years ago and that was just that was just a joy to read uh midnight light personal journey to the north and tell us about this one where did the seed for this book come from why did you need to get this on paper
0: well i uh yeah, about 4 years ago you know i was looking to write about the north and um when i was talking to my publisher thinking about places that uh you know where the book could be set and then i realized that like a lot of canadians i'd never been to that that vast expanse, you know, in the, the, the top middle of the map, up in the Northwest Territories. I'd been to everywhere else in Canada, really, but I'd never been to this this one enormous region. Um, you just, listen, the rooting just doesn't usually get you there, you know. It's a little bit harder. You have to make a bit more of an effort to get there. And But once I went to Yellowknife, uh, which is where the book is set, I fell in love with the place. Um, super friendly people, um, a really strong and profound uh, Dene presence in the town, so it was, uh, you know, easy for me to learn and understand about um, Indigenous life in the country. Um, and, uh, yeah, I wanted to write a... I also wanted to write a city book about the North. I didn't want to r- write a book about, you know, paddling or being out in the wilderness. There's kind of a lot of that. I really wanted to write about what it's like for people when they're together, you know, uh, in this kind of climate and in this in this in this part of the world. And I worked as a reporter for the local newspaper, The Um And, you know, uh, they it's funny you just bringing it back to hockey um it is kind of Edmonton North. It's certainly like Oiler North. Um, that's uh, The Oilers, who had, they had the training camp there a few years ago. It's, that's, that's the ancestral team of, the, of people who live in Yellowknife. So that was always great to get into a conversation with people about what was, ha- about what was happening with the Oilers. But there's a very, very deep bond. I even went up to uh, Tuktoyaktuk and actually had an incredible game of softball there at 4 o'clock in the morning one day because it's light, 24 hours. So nice. you can play whenever you want, and uh, they all, all the team that I played on everybody had an oiler cap too. So uh, um, that's the book. The book is my travels around the Northwest Territories and my experiences working as a reporter in Yellowknife.
1: Oh, that that is awesome. Uh, Dave Bedini joining us on Inside Sports. The new book is Midnight Light, and of course, he's a member of the band The Real Statics as well. So through your writing and your music, you know you've been able to, to travel Canada. You've you've been able to come to Edmonton. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, I'll ask you from a musical angle. Is there anything about an Edmonton audience that uh, makes it stand out?
0: <laughs> well, I always found that, um, certainly not to compare the two cities. Now, I would never do this, but but in, in a musical sense, I always found... Um, I always found there to be great crowds in Alberta, really supportive crowds, and really kind of open-minded. And listen, you know, as a, as a kid from Toronto, you get you get you sort of get a profile a little bit of what you know um, what the tastes of, of people in Western Canada are like, and you know you expect you're, you know you're walking into you know, venues with chicken wire across the front and that sort of thing, but people have been, you know, really open-minded and, and, and accepting of us, and they they always were, and thank God, because you're coming across the country and you're coming such a great distance, it would have been really horrible if, it was, if those experiences were bad, but, you know, playing at the Sidetrack Cafe, and playing at places like the Republic, and um, the Bronx was another place in Edmonton that was around for a while, and uh, we got to play at Northlands with the Tragically Hip, and, you know, I'm I must say I don't think I've ever had a bad gig in alberta uh which is which is rare I've had our first tours we had to play at a couple of war zone bars in calgary um not Edmonton, Calgary. We played at the National Hotel here, and that was that was a little bit terrifying in its own right. But but most of the time, people have been super knowledgeable and really into the band. Uh, so yeah, so so we had a great you know, we've wanted to come to Play Interstellar Rodeo for 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 many years, and I got a chance to play there with the Bedini Band a couple of years ago, and hope to get back this summer. But um, yeah, nothing but good things to say about uh, about stuff in your city. That's for sure.
1: Well, that's awesome. And it's Monday. You're here for Lit Fest. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Yeah, I'll be coming by. Busy yeah, travel right. schedule, but uh, yeah, awesome. Well, Dave, all the best with the with the new book Midnight Light, a personal journey to the north. Uh, and of course, you know, I've, I, and you've written other sports books as well. You're just a a great representative of our country wherever you go and you're a great storyteller as well. So thanks for joining us on Inside Sports. Hey, my pleasure. Anytime. Right on. That is Dave Bedini checking in. Man, he was fun to talk to. Got the new book coming out, and uh, many of you know him also as a member of the band, The Rio Statics. Great stuff. This portion of the show presented by Furnace Family, your 24-7 furnace repair and replacement specialist. Call 7804-FAMILY or FurnaceFamily.com. We'll check the scoreboard when we get back. Austin Matthews has his sixth of the year. The Maple Leafs lead the Stars 2-1 after 1. In the second period, Kings and Jets 1-1. Flames up 2-0 on the Predators. In the third, Columbus with a 4-2 edge on the Avalanche. Also in the third period, Hurricanes up 4-3 on Vancouver. After two, Sharks taking it to the Flyers 5-1. Baseball in the fifth. Red Sox leading the Yankees 4-0 as they try to finish off that series. Oilers broadcast Thursday starting at 3 30 game at 5 as they take on Boston. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thanks for tuning in. Eskimo's coaches show next. Jason Moss and Morley Scott. 630 Chad Inside
0: Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.